following is a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Plans and preparations for the 2023 season are underway for your Minnesota Twins. This is the show that catches up with players, staff, and the entire organization. It's Inside Twins. Inside Twins is sponsored by Killebrew Root Beer, locally owned and operated. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Well, hello and welcome to a very special edition of Inside Twins. For those of you streaming us live all across our various twin social media platforms, we're a day early here on the holiday season, normally a Wednesday afternoon affair. This will air all across our network, of course, as usual this week. And why are we early? Because we have a very special guest in studio, the smiling face of one of the newest twins, and that is Joey Gallo. And first and foremost, Joey, welcome to Minnesota. We turn the thermostat way down for you for your visit this week. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. I was uh, underdressed when I landed for sure. I was wearing like a sweatshirt and just sweats like, oh, no problem. It's two degrees. I was like, okay, yeah, maybe I should get a bear jacket. It'll be a little warmer on opening day. I don't know how much warmer, <laughs> but it will be a little warmer on opening day. Hey, your resume speaks for yourself, right? Uh, you're a two-time All-Star. You've won a couple of gold gloves. You've hit a bunch of home runs. You've played for iconic teams in the heart of pennant races. Why Minnesota? What led you to Minnesota? You had the choice. You probably had some options of where you wanted to take your bat and your glove. Why Minnesota? Yeah, I mean, uh, I've always really liked playing here. I enjoyed playing here. I have a great relationship with Thad obviously from Texas, Thad Levine, and I've always hit well here. Uh, I, I love the market. Uh, I love playing in the stadium. Uh, so, uh, you know, they seemed like they were really in on me, and I wanted to go to a place that, that wanted me, and uh, it seemed like the Twins did. So it's a great team as well, like great opportunity to win. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. Well, let's talk about your connections. Obviously, Thad was in Texas when you came up with the Rangers. Jace Tingler would have been there as well, the Twins bench coach. Are there any other folks, because baseball is a small world, that you had played with or that you were friends with uh, on the club or on the roster or who had played here that you checked in with as you were going through your process to, to choose Minnesota? Yeah, well, I've talked to guys before. Obviously, I talked to um, – I just played with Donaldson and then uh, Marvin Gonzalez, and they had great things to say about it. And then, obviously, knowing Tingler, played against Buxton a lot. I think uh, – being able to play alongside Buxton in the outfield is definitely a big perk to coming here. I was pretty pumped about that. I mean, just an absolutely amazing center fielder, face of the team. Like, can't wait to play next to that guy. So there's a lot of guys that I've played with and still waiting to see. Maybe there'll be some more. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to get started. One of the things you mentioned was that you want to go where you want it. One thing that works perfectly is the front office has been very clear about their offensive philosophy and how they think is the best way to, to, to create runs. And it really dovetails with the way you've played your entire career. You hit for a ton of power. You don't really worry too much about average. Are there strikeouts? Sure, but you're not chasing bad pitches to strike mm -hmm. out. You walk a lot. That has now become more commonplace. But for you, how did that develop? as an offensive philosophy? Because you were kind of on the front end of that movement, I think, for a lot of people in terms of maximizing your skills. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I think people think that I, uh, like, worked on that. I just – that's how I've been my whole life, right? I've, like – I've never hit for a high – well, in high school, you know, it was pretty easy to hit for a high <laughs> average. But, you know what I mean? But, like, but like when I go to showcases and, like, Team USA, like, I never hit for a high average. You know, I was a power guy. Um, I always had a good eye at the plate. 
my dad would get in trouble at that because he knew I had a good eye. He'd be getting thrown out of games when I was like a little 10-year-old and stuff, you know, because he knew that I knew the strike zone as a kid. So it just – that skill set, it wasn't something that I worked on. It was just something that I already had. You know, I just always swung hard and tried to hit the ball in the air. It's worked out so far a little bit, but the philosophy wasn't something that I was – working on per se it was just something that i've always done my whole life and now the game transitioned into that luckily for me yeah uh, and, and it basically you're like i'm not going to chase a pitch i know what i can hit mm-hmm. what i swing at i'm going to swing really hard and otherwise I'll, I'll take my walk and and it certainly has worked you mentioned the game kind of catching up and that's good for you what about the shift rule change uh you're a name that gets brought up a lot right yeah any big left-handed hitter who hits a ball a long way seems to be brought into that conversation and you certainly were no uh, exception are you excited about yeah this? yeah i was brought into that conversation a lot uh, <laughs> i didn't want to be in that a lot as much as i was brought into it but yeah i'm obviously extremely excited about that i think the thing with the shift that was tough is it wasn't necessarily the base hits being taken away to right field anymore it was there's five guys in the outfield and doubles are being taken away. Triples are being taken away. Extra base hits are being taken away now. And I think that just, honestly, just not good for the game. You want entertainment. So I think I had like six doubles this year because I, there was just so many guys in the outfield. I couldn't really, unless I put a perfect button down the left, left field line, like it was hard to hit a double. And uh, so I'm excited about that. I think slugging will go up again because uh, of these changes. And then also those, those hard ground balls, those hard line drives to right field, uh, those turn into hits now. And uh, so it should be good for the game. I, I'm excited about that. Do you have a, a swing guy at home when you're when you're home in Texas? I know you famously had the batting cage in your apartment during COVID. Yeah. They got a lot of attention on social media. Do you have like a, a swing guy that you work with in the offseason? Yeah, th- there's a couple guys that I work with. I just recently had worked with Matt Holiday out in Oklahoma a little bit. So, and then I'm going to be working with, with um, the hitting coach here. Yeah, David Popkins. Yeah, I heard he's like one of the best in the game. So that was also like a reason that I want to come here is I've heard nothing but great things about him and I know that he can get me back on track. So it's a, uh, it's been an exciting off season and I got a few guys, but I think, I think uh, I'm excited to wait, work with David and see what we got. You said get back on track. Now you've had a lot of success. You went through a rough patch in New York. Then you go to LA. You're part of a phenomenal team in Los Angeles, and you played really well as a Dodger in some really big games down the stretch. How nice was it for you just to be able to relax a little bit in L.A. last year, and how optimistic and, and positive now are you heading into the offseason? Yeah, no, it was nice. It was a good change. Um, you know, New York's a, a tough market. I appreciate my time there. I'm grateful for it. It didn't go the way like I obviously would have storybook written it, um, but I learned a lot from it. Then Obviously, going to L.A., went to another great team, and um, just a more laid-back vibe, like I'm living on the beach now instead of in the <laughs> middle of Manhattan, right? Like, I'm in Manhattan Beach, not Manhattan, so it was like, it was a little bit of a change. It was it was nice to kind of just get to that L.A. vibe of 75 and sunny every day, and it was a good experience for me. And now just, like I said, trying to get on track this offseason and be the best player I can be for the Twins. Manhattan to Manhattan Beach. That is, it's a subtle but massive difference there between it's Manhattan. It's a huge difference. <laughs> yeah, and Manhattan Beach. Joey Gallo is our guest. We're very excited to have him. People think of you purely as a slugger. I think your defense is not appreciated uh, nearly as much as it probably should be. You won a couple gold gloves, so somebody's paying attention. You also yeah. have always had one of the more accurate and powerful arms in the game. Is that something that was just natural to you as well, or is that something that you take a lot of pride in, in, in the work you've done defensively and with the arm? Yeah, well, I've always had a really good arm. My dad 
was a pitcher coming up. He, he played for the Montreal Expos in the minor leagues, threw really hard. So I was always like gifted with a good arm, but also work on it, you know, and make sure that I keep a good arm, strong arm. Came up as a third baseman. So I I never touched the outfield until, man, I think 2017, 2018. <laughs> You know, and then I got out there because well, I had a pretty good guy in front of me in Texas at third base, Adrian Beltre. Yeah, the Beltre so, guy was okay. I don't know if people have heard <laughs> about that guy, but he's, <laughs> he was he's pretty good. So I didn't really have a shot playing there. And then like Prince Fielder was playing first base and Mike Napoli. So I was like, man, I got to figure out where I'm going to play. They're like, well, just go to left field and see what happens. And ended up being pretty good out there, you know. And I was like, I told the front office, hey, like, I think I want to stay in the outfield. You know, I don't really want to play third base anymore. I don't like getting bullets hit down the <laughs> third base and then just moved the outfield and felt comfortable and just kind of came natural to me i take a lot of pride in defense though i feel like we've seen you in all the positions too like you've run around in center a little bit and, and you've been yeah. in right now i think the center field spot here in minnesota i think the the buxton kids got a chance to stick out there do you have a preference <laughs> still left or right field well i've i love playing right field because i mean just biased a little now because i won two gold gloves out there so like <laughs> it's just i feel like right field you have more opportunities to throw you know that throw to third base the guy trying to go first to third you don't really get as many opportunities in left field for me i i love using my arm to like change the game and impact the game so but like i talked to rock already i said dude i'll play wherever it doesn't matter like i'm just trying to help the team win i can play first if they put me, I'll put, I'll get on the mound. If you want me to get on the mound, like <laughs> I'll throw an inning or two, see what we got there. I used to be all right pitching, so we'll see. But uh, no, it's uh, I, I'll play wherever I need to play. I think bringing versatility, uh, especially in today's day and age, is uh, it's a huge thing and it helps the team. That's the voice of Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo joining us here on Inside Twins, brought to you by Killerbird Root Beer, locally owned and operated. How memories are created and legends are made. A lot of memories to be created by Joey Gallo in that brand new Twins uniform, which looks awfully sharp here in studio today. Pleased to have you with us all across all our social media platforms, live here on a very chilly Tuesday, and all of you joining us across our radio network on a Wednesday evening. We'll take a break for all our fine radio affiliates. Come back more with Joey Gallo in a moment on your home for Twins Baseball. The show is Inside Twins, it's brought to you by Killer Brew Root Beer, locally owned and operated. How memories are created and legends are born. Now, Joey, we mentioned as Joey Gallo, our guest in studio, that we did see you in L.A. last year. And yeah. uh, you, you came to, to the Dodgers prior to the Twins trip out to Chavez Ravine. And I think we got a little clip here from that game. The pitch. Swung on, hit in the air. Hit deep and high. Caves at the wall. Gallo gone. Three-run shot. And they're roaring at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, I sound like someone kicked my dog uh, because we had just <laughs> rallied back to within a single run, and you hit that Griffin Jacks ball to left center field. Um, yeah. And that was the first time we'd seen you out of a Texas uniform in a while. But you've got power at all fields, obviously. You remember that swing? You remember that pitch? Yeah, I remember. Uh, actually, so I don't think I was starting that game. And then I think I came in from Muncie. Yep. So it was a pinch hit appearance. And I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. I'm pinch hitting. I'm facing, you know, Griffin Jacks throwing 98 miles an hour. <laughs> I remember the first couple of pitches. I didn't even see them. I was like, oh, man, this is going to be a tough at bat. And I just, I don't know where, I, I don't know what happened. I just took a swing and I hit it. And I was like, oh, my God, please get out of here. Please. Because it was like one of my first games at home and with the, with LA. So you like, you obviously want the fan base to like be excited about you. Uh, so that was a big moment for me. It was cool. I kind of changed the game and ended up kind of being like the, the player of the game for that. But uh, yeah, it was a, 
I was not planning for that at bat, <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. And the, that's probably why I actually hit a homer because I was just like, all right, let's see what happens. Let's go up there and be, be free. Yeah, it was exciting. Now, we first saw you at Target Field way back in 2014. It was mm. the, the Futures game. Yeah. And I think we got a clip of that. So that was you hitting a home run in the Futures game. And Rod, Rod Carew was being interviewed, and uh, the baby-faced Joey Gallo clobbered one, but you had actually hit this other home run we're going to show in batting practice where you broke the windshield of the truck. Yeah. <laughs> what do you remember about that experience? Well, I remember in BP, they're like, hey, like, just put on a show, right? Like, don't try to be cute with the only – like, just – it's the Futures game. Like, just hit bombs, right? <laughs> like, it's BP, and the balls are all, like, juiced out of their mind. Like, I was like, sweet, all right. So – I just go up there like first round like there's a couple guys like going the other way and like you know doing the whole <laughs> thing and they're like hey just like to hit bombs dude i was like all right whatever and just start just swinging out of my mind hitting balls you know like is it, you have adrenaline it's like the first time you're like in a big league stadium hitting uh the balls are just flying out of there i didn't even know i hit the windshield until i think like after the game like i saw it on twitter i saw it on all <laughs> these different like social media platforms but uh yeah, it was it was a it was such a fun experience, man. Like, and yeah, BP was probably like actually one of the funny, like funnest BPs I've ever had. Yeah, we've decided also. Mitch told us you were MVP of the Futures game. We decided. Yeah, I know. Right? I, for, I forgot if I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> speaking of broken glass, so I I texted my colleague and my buddy Jared Sandler with the Rangers. Yeah. Before this was set up, and he told me that uh, allegedly you're gonna have to correct the story. Speaking of broken windows, that when you were a kid, nine or ten. You broke oh, yeah. someone's window, mm -hmm. and the guy didn't know whether he should be mad or ask you for your autograph. Yeah, true? yeah. So, like, I was at my brother's game, and they're on like a there were some kids playing on a backfield, and I was so nervous to talk to them. My mom actually went up to them and like, "Hey, can he come play with you guys or whatever?" You know, and they're like, "Yeah, whatever," you know. And so they're like hitting on the field, and you know, they're like. Yeah, like just like okay baseball players i'm like this is like i do this right now for a living right like, so i'm like old, like this is what i do and like they start throwing to me and i'm just hitting nukes like <laughs> and you're like 10 years old yeah i'm like 10 years old it's like a 200 foot field but there's like a big fence that like blocks these houses you know so it's like you're not supposed to be able to hit it over that essentially and i was hitting it over that and i guess i hit a ball through somebody's back windshield or like of their house like their back door and I scared the hell out of the guy, I guess. And uh, <laughs> so then I see this guy following me. And I'm walking around the park, like scared. Uh, goes up, comes up to my mom and was like, hey, like, I don't know if I should get the kid's autograph or be mad about this, but your kid just hit a ball through my, <laughs> through my window. And then my mom had to pay for it. I, I hope he got the autograph too. I would like to think somebody's <laughs> walking around Vegas. I don't know if my yeah. autograph back then was ready for, yeah. for to, to sign a ball. It's probably we're still not. working on cursive at the, at the <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, like, I don't even know if I knew cursive. Now you grew up in Vegas. You played with guys like Bryce Harper, Chris Bryant. I mean, the talent <clears throat> level through the roof. But one of the stories, and I believe you you spoke about it on MLB.com, but to, to or uh, MLB Network, but to introduce you to Twins fans, you took Greg Maddox's daughter to the prom. Oh, yeah. And, and you had to go knock on the door and have the mad dog answer the door on prom night. Dude, I'm going to tell you, nervous. <laughs> like, like nervous. You know what I mean? Like, like, and, and it was at his house and everything. And like this guy's, I mean, his house is just like unbelievable. Right? And he's like, Vegas royalty in the baseball world, too. Yeah. Right? And like he's Vegas yeah. royalty. And it's like, 
and and it's funny because that day and I, I i'm not i kid you not like we played a game and i threw a no hitter that day so i had just thrown a no hitter and we go panic and you know go get dressed for prom after the game and now i go take greg mattis's daughter to prom like you know and it wasn't a big deal because like i've known her for so long she's actually friends but like once greg's there it changes the whole environment right like so i was nervous and like I didn't know how to talk to people back then. I was like shy and stuff, but no, it was, it was really cool. And Greg actually like was one of the guys that helped me get drafted by Texas. Cause he was with Texas at the time. So he was kind of scouting me too as well. So it was, uh, I had to keep my, my head on straight there for, for prom for sure. Yeah, I can see him being like, wait, you use more than 90 pitches? What, what's, what's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you should throw more two seams. And like, I'm like, man, like. Uh, you come from an Italian family. Your grandparents, uh, Sicilians, uh, right? I believe yeah. you're, you're, you're both your mom and your dad. Sicilian. Uh, my mom, her mom was Sicilian. And mm -hmm. uh, we got the Tizzolinos and, and we got all of them in the family. Yeah. Uh, Baldelli, does he count as Italian? Because I don't know if he's Sicilian. I know he's Italian. Do you count him in the club or not? Yeah, I mean, I count them. You know, we we're, we're as we can get in as many Italians in baseball as, as we can get. You know, like we're trying to represent a little bit. Uh, and there's a lot. There's there's actually like a pretty good amount. So it's great, like, to see Italians in baseball. I always love that because it's like it's not one of our like main sports, I guess. You know, like soccer is like kind yep. of big, but like baseball is growing. And but for so many who came over, like when your grandparents did, for their kids, which would have been your dad, baseball was the way. To become american it was oh, the way yeah. to become part of the thing i know that was true for my relatives uh mm -hmm. and obviously maybe a little bit for your dad too didn't hurt yeah. that he could throw so hard yeah it didn't help <laughs> it didn't hurt he threw like 95 he was a lefty throwing 95 <laughs> yeah. so i think that, that that probably helped him out a easy to too. fit in when you're left yeah, yeah. Throwing 95. Yeah. <laughs> joey gallo is our guest it's brought to you by killer rupert we'll take a break we'll come back one final segment with joey gallo on inside twins right here on your home for twins baseball One final segment here of Inside Twins brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer. We're going to take some questions and comments from some of the folks uh, who are listening all across these various social media platforms. I'm going to lead it off, though. It's the holiday season. What is a, a Gallo family Christmas look like? Do you have any traditions, and, and how will you spend the holiday? So my parents just moved from Las Vegas. They're now in Naples, Florida, so I'll, I'll probably just head out there, kick it out there with my brother and my mom dad. My mom makes, like meatballs and everything and give gifts that we got and it's going to be different this year because it's the first time that we're not in vegas and most of my family's in vegas so i'll probably just be with my parents and brother and it'll probably be just like a low-key christmas nothing too crazy kind of perfect that they moved just down the road from your new spring training home though right yeah well yeah my mom so my mom i told her hey it's minnesota i'm going to minnesota She's like, what? I'm like, I'm signing with Minnesota, you know? And she's like, okay, we're spring training at. And she was like, oh, it's in Fort Myers. And she was like pumped up. She's like, it's 30 minutes away. So now I'll be next. I mean, you know, they'll be at a lot of the games. So we'll see. She wants to send those meatballs up to the broadcast booth. We'll yeah, be, I mean, we'll be ready for that. I think she'd be down to do that. All right, let's check some of these questions. I think we're going to hear from Bree first via Facebook. How are you managing the cold this week? Yeah, I mean, the cold's been... uh it's been tough. I definitely don't have the right clothes for this. <laughs> Let's just throw that out there. Like I'm not ready. I'm like ready for like 40 degree cold weather. I'm not ready for like zero degrees cold weather, but it's been, it's actually been, it's been pretty cool. Like, I, I, I like the snow to an extent, I guess for like two days, it's probably pretty cool. Um, <laughs> but like I've been driving in it and my, I mean, she's, 
it's tough to drive in the yeah. snow uh, i've been hydroplaning everywhere so but it's been fun it's it's, it's been it's a different experience and i yep. and I, it's like it's makes minnesota minnesota and i i think it's been pretty cool well just as long as you don't have to play in it we'll be happy if you don't have to yeah, play in it. all right joey does mlb the show reach out to you now on which photo to use in the game before they release it i think there's a story behind this one yeah there's definitely a story behind that that's because <laughs> when i was streaming on twitch we were doing like the mlb tournament during covid um i mean my pictures were just horrendous like <laughs> actually like i thought i was getting punked at, like it was like it was just me striking out and then there's another picture of me like cross-eyed looking into the camera like it was like the, my hair is everywhere i'm like they're like you know you could have helped me out a little bit uh they don't hit me up about it uh i wish they would because i right. think they they learned they did change the picture from that though they actually they, changed them they changed the picture afterwards Yeah, because it started trending the video that i made yeah and uh they actually changed the picture so, so it, you're it pretty you're pretty active social media guy you have fun with it yeah sometimes i mean uh i shut it down a little bit in new york yeah, i could see what yeah. but um maybe i'll have to start being more well, active again like i said it's good that you, <laughs> you found the positives of it there's certainly always yeah. easy to find the negatives but you found the positives of it as well all right let's see who's next it looks like dylan is next uh we touched on it a little bit but again what are some of the factors that that led you to pick minnesota over other teams yeah i mean I like playing here. I love the stadium. I think it's a team that has like a great chance to win. Also, like knowing so many guys here, like like I said, Thad, Tingler, I uh, played with Bucks and all those guys before. Um, and then, I mean, it's just a, to me, it's just a great opportunity. And it's a team that wanted me, and they've, you know, I've talked to Thad. They've wanted me before. So, uh, like I said, you just want to go somewhere you want it, and uh, that was that was kind of one of the or main reasons that I, that I came here and it's great fans too. Like, yeah. it's like every time we play here, the environment is just like, it's awesome. You know, it's, it's, it's a great environment. You know, in the early stages of this ballpark, it was harder to hit home runs, you know, and then mm -hmm. suddenly that now the ball's flying a little bit more. So that yeah. doesn't, that doesn't hurt either. Matt Altman uh, is on Facebook today. Wants to say, welcome to you. Justin says you're going to be a great addition to the team and the big apple bombers a snarling judge in his picture says welcome to minnesota joey so uh, was that that had to be about the biggest outfield mlb's ever had right i think was, there was, was i think it and judge and who was and stanton and stanton at the same time yeah yeah i was the smallest guy yeah like when, when they changed pictures i'd had we have to like meet in center field and you know just <laughs> talk and i'm like looking up at people i'm like man this is i don't like this, this <laughs> you know, like, like i feel like a little kid like what's going on right now you're like i'm the small forward in this group yeah know? like I'm, like I'm, what are like, you six 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 five six yeah i'm six five like yeah. 245 250 and these guys are like just towering <laughs> over me like making me just feel like so small. I was like, man, this is not a good look. Uh, we'll see if we can get some little guys to stand next to you this year. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, is it Bryce? I think here. Let's see what Bryce. Favorite ballpark to play in. You don't have to choose Target Field, by the way. You played in all the all the good ones. You played as a home player in two of the iconic mm. ballparks last year. You hit the first home run ever in the new ballpark in Texas. Uh, you've seen them all. You have a favorite? Man, that's a good question. They're all so different in, in different ways. I mean. I'm not gonna say target field because that's a cliche answer. I do I actually really do like playing here. I'd say it's probably like a top three ballpark for me. Um, LA was cool. I liked playing in LA. The vibe there was like really like laid back. It was like real Cali vibe. The fans were like really good. They were like really supportive. Um, old Texas was like probably my my favorite ballpark. Gulfstream out to right center field oh, yeah. into old those old. Texas, I mean, I mean, like it was hot there, but <laughs> it was it was like such a class like traditional baseball 
ballpark. Uh, it's a lot of great memories there. So I think old old Texas is probably my favorite. And you get a hot summer night, that little jet stream out to right center field into those old grandstands, and balls would just fly. Yeah, yeah. It was it was definitely a fun park to hit in for right. sure. Not bad. Well, this is going to be a fun place for you to hit. I know, and we're really excited that you're going to be wearing a Minnesota Twins jersey this year. Joey, thanks for making time on a very busy couple of days. Yeah. We hope you have a great holiday season, and we look forward to seeing you at the spring training. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you guys having me. I'm excited to be here. Joey Gallo is our guest, a special edition of Inside Twins. It's brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer, locally owned and operated, how memories are created and legends are made, making some memories with the newest twin, Joey Gallo. Hope everybody has a delightful holiday weekend. We'll talk to you next time on your home for Twins Baseball.